Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Man, it has been a short time coming, actually, because I feel like this year has flown by so fast. So this will be my second to last interview for the entire year. We have one more to go, which is next week. So you don't want to miss that. And of course, I have another great guest for you this morning. But before we introduce her, let's get the formalities out of the way. As always, if this is your first time tuning into the show or JQLM radio, and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers all of the ways that they can tune in as well. Make sure that you tell them they can download the JQLM radio app for free, or they can tune in through Alexa, or you can get the JQLM radio app through TuneIn or the Stream of Simple Radio app. Also, you can listen live straight from our Facebook page at JQLM Radio. Just click the Use App button when you get there, or directly from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, if you miss any of your favorite shows here on JQLM Radio, you can catch the missed episodes on all of the major podcast platforms. That includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media. We do follow back. Follow us at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to follow Ego Entertainment Network at egointnet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Ego Entertainment Network on LinkedIn. And when you visit our website, don't forget to subscribe for free to um, follow updates for in entertainment, um, get access to our Ego Magazine, um, see what events are coming up, where you can meet us at for live media coverage, what events will be at, any red carpet events we'll be sponsoring, and things of that sort. Now that we have the formalities out of the way, let's introduce our guest. Our guest this morning is Erin Downing. Welcome to the show, Erin. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for, for being on this morning. <laughs> so um, before we get into your story, I'm going to have you introduce yourself to our guests. Just tell them a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and what you like to do in your spare time. Sure. So as as was just introduced, Erin Downing. Um, I am originally from Virginia. Um, I grew up in um, in kind of that area of the country. I went to school at Virginia Tech, go Hokies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and spent um, all of the time since then pretty much living in different places around the country as well as the world. And we'll kind of get into a little bit of that um, as we talk about the story. But um, yeah, that's that's what I that's where I'm from. Um, I'm back in this area now during COVID. Um, as crazy as this time is, um, I've been really grateful for the opportunity to spend some time and help out with um, some elderly family members and, and help them during this, this period. So um, as, as struggling and hard as it has been, um, it's nice to know that, you know, we can reconnect sometimes to, to family, especially those in need. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. Um Virginia, I think is a, um, I've been there once, so it's a pretty, um, state. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous, especially this time of year. Our fall lasts for, for many months, so it's (laughs) really beautiful. Okay. Um, so let's talk about your story. So, um, you were diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, um, at a young age. 
and were hospitalized for the first time at the age of 23. And um, this is um, where your journey began. And as you go through this journey, you decide to take your um, health into your own hands and for lack of better words, um, try to cure yourself. So let's start with um, when you were diagnosed. Um, when were you diagnosed with um, Hashimoto's disease? And um, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So I was living in San Diego, California at the time. Um, I had had really debilitating stomach issues since as early as I can remember. You know, my first real what is happening to my body moment um because especially as teenagers we don't really or at least i personally wasn't as in tune and um and complete transparency of going through some really aggressive um personal traumas at the time um with family members and it was one of those things that you know i am a huge believer and strong advocate for the fact that everything in mind body spirit is connected and mm -hmm. I truly believe that any of my symptoms that were happening before were completely exacerbated because of that trauma that I was experiencing. And my first real, like, what is going on? Something really bad is happening. Is like, you know, I was walking from the parking lot um, with my high school boyfriend just to run into the store, and I had such a huge pain in my side hit me um, that it, it made me completely fold over in half, drop to the floor in the fetal position in the asphalt, and literally stay there and not be able to move for five to 10 minutes. Mm. And that, that was my first, what is going on? And um, it continued to, to get more aggressive and more intense. Um, like I said, I was going through some, some family, you know, traumas at that time in my life. So I, I feel like it just wasn't a, a priority or something that I felt like I could really speak up. And I also didn't understand what was happening. You know, I, I just turned 38, so this is the time in our lives when dial-up internet was just happening, right? Like, we didn't Google WebMD. Right, right, right. <laughs> it wasn't... Oh, God, it was right? so slow. It was, it was so slow. <laughs> I, we all have, like, PTSD when we hear that. And yeah. <laughs> but essentially, I, I didn't have anywhere to go, and I just kind of kept it to myself as, you know, was my MO at the time, trying to hold hold my family together and hold myself together um, at that pivotal point. And it just continued to get worse and to get worse. And by the time I was living in, in San Diego, like it got so bad that every single day um, I was in pain, I was in discomfort, I couldn't keep food down properly. I was either gaining weight or losing weight. Like my body was just a complete and total war with itself. And um, I went to, how I figured out is, um, you know, San Diego, I'm grateful to have lived in such a wonderful city at the time because San Diego has a great medical, you know, campus and system throughout the, throughout the county. And I went in for somebody who was checking my gastrointestinal, you know, health essentially. And he wanted mm -hmm. to put me on an elimination diet to try to start testing. Um, and it was things I had never heard of before, you know, taking anything out with preservatives, right? Like I would have never thought right. that that would be something. And we were going through all of this stuff, but he kind of went behind me, you know, I was sitting in a chair and he went behind me with his um, fingers and kind of palpitated my, my throat. And he immediately sent me up, upstairs, you know, to um, an EMT and I was diagnosed immediately with, with Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. And 
that was the first of, of three autoimmune diseases that I now have. And one important point of information that I don't think people talk about as much is the fact that if you have one autoimmune disease, you likely have two to three or more. Um, if, your auto, if your immune system is compromised, um, the likelihood that these, these present themselves is strong. And I also personally, incredibly with every ounce of my being believe that a lot of this is hereditary. Um, on my mom's side of the family, my mom has since passed um, from breast cancer, so she's no longer with us. But I'm sorry to hear that. When, yeah, thank you so much. Um, when I was when I was younger, over 20 years ago, probably 25 years ago, um, maybe almost even 30 now, my mom was diagnosed with being allergic to wheat. So everybody knows about celiac now, or at least um, anyone who has any form of gut issues is very. Um, aware that you know celiac is, is a very serious autoimmune disease, or at least you heard of things that are gluten free. Um, my my favorite, without going too digressing, um, Dave Chappelle has this hilarious um, bit where he's like, "What gluten? It's like, what do you do? <laughs> Why are we free gluten?" Mm-hmm. And it cracks me up every single time because it's come, it's become such a thing. Um, but there are people, and I do believe that cutting gluten out of your diet incredibly helps with any form of autoimmune disease or um, any 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 gastrointestinal disease within your body and your overall health. But you no, know, my mom's side of the family, they didn't know about celiac at the time, and my mom was diagnosed with being allergic to wheat. Well, fast forward now, my grandmother, her sister, both of my aunts, my cousins, myself, all have celiac. Hmm. on the inverse right exactly not to mention that my grandmother and everyone on this is my maternal side of the family Mm -hmm. everyone also has issues with arthritis which is another unknown disease Um, I don't I don't think that that's talked as much about because arthritis is something we've known about for so long yeah and it's very very common right so you don't think like oh arthritis is an autoimmune disease it is right so flip the flip the script, you know, to the, the paternal side of my family, my dad had thyroid cancer, no longer has a, has a thyroid, um, had Hashimoto's, his mom and his sister, the three people living within his lineage, including me, have all been diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Mm. And my grandmother and my aunt also have arthritis as well. So yeah, when we, we start to connect the dots and you think, wait, why does nobody talk about this? Like, oh, you can just take this pill. You can just do this. But no, like this, the evidence is, is insurmountable, right? Like these things are, are hereditary, but it also doesn't mean that we can't break these ancestral patterns. Right. You know, there are, there are ways that we can heal our body and lifestyle changes and things that we can do for ourselves in the next generation to make sure that we manage and um, not just manage our symptoms, but really get to the root of these underlying issues. And even just the pure knowledge of, wait, if you have one autoimmune disease, the likelihood that you have more than one is really strong. And also, what about your family history? Like, are you at risk for that? And if you are, how can you do things um, in your health and wellness lifestyle that set yourself up for success instead of waiting for the other shoe to proverbially drop, you know? Right, right. And, you know, a a lot of times when we are diagnosed with illnesses, you know, autoimmune disease or cancers and things of that sort, you don't really think that those things are hereditary. You know, um, it it usually has everything to do with your diet. And they say that a lot of 
our um, a lot of our health issues start in the gut, you know, based on what we we take in. And so it's amazing how your um, your intake is at the core of a lot of your your health, you know. So um, that one area, you know, has the ability to make everything else go haywire. Yeah, and, and the thing that people also don't talk about, so we focus on the gut, so everyone says, oh, change your diet, change your diet, you know, lifestyle changes, exercise more, but our gut is our second brain. Mm-hmm. So when we think about it from that side, our emotional health is just as paramount, if not more. Right, right. It really, really is. Like how, what we're intaking, like if we think about, so I've done so much healing on, on myself. I have, I have gone through the game and I know we're going to get into that, but like even to fast forward to the fact that I have been using myself as a patient zero and all these alternate healing methods that I've, I've experimented with, I've traveled the country. I'm just writing a book on one of them right now. Um, that's literally due final draft to my editor next week. I mean, I am in the thick of making this my life work. And I had another really aggressive trauma happen to me about a year and a half ago. And all of a sudden, overnight, I am now allergic to nuts. Not just nuts, eggs. Overnight. Mm. Oh, man. And eggs are so wonderful. About, <laughs> oh, right? Like, and we think about it. And it's like, okay. And I have been racking my brain like, okay, I'm already vegan and gluten-free. Um, that is the diet that works best with my body. I have done many years of experimentation and that's what makes me feel the most whole, the most complete, helps my body run in the most efficient way possible. And I'm like, oh, nuts now? And eggs was one of those things that when you get a lot of stuff that's pre-made gluten-free or somebody makes something gluten-free, a lot of times it isn't also vegan. And even if it's quote unquote dairy-free, Mm-hmm. And a lot of baking products that are at least commercially sold or even sold by a local baker in a commercial shop have eggs in it. And I went into straight up Appalachian shock. I mean, we're talking no oh, joke, wow. not just kind of an itchy throat. Yeah. I mean, it was bananas. And I, what was happening to me, you know, I, so I'm a very spiritual person. And the book that I'm writing is on Kundalini Yoga. And this is kind of, Kundalini yoga is like one of the many alternative healing modalities that has taken my my mental, emotional, and spiritual health to the next level. And I was meditating and doing a lot of work on this, and I was talking to another healer, and we were talking about this trauma that happened to me. And she said, oh, my gosh. She reflected back to me. Those, those things, what are eggs and what are seeds? They're the birthplace, right? Mm-hmm. They're the birthplace of, of plants, they're the birthplace of trees, they're the birthplace of animals. They are that germination phase that allows us to grow, allows us to spread our wings, allows us to, to you know, those, those entities reach their highest potential. Mm-hmm. And what happened to me at the time was I was literally getting smushed on some, underneath someone's foot that was like, you will not rise right? You will not succeed. You will not do this. And it manifested in my body so dramatically that I'm literally at this moment still allergic. Yeah. And, and this is why, um, you know, I tell everyone, um, everything is connected. And when your mind or your emotional state, especially your emotional state, when your emotional state is not stable, 
it affects your ability to make sound decisions. It affects how we eat. It affects how we interact with other people. It affects our actions because we are unstable, because we are maybe broken in that area or, you know, um, severely uh, maybe abused in that area. And so until that is dealt with, um, it, it doesn't keep every, everything is not in balance. So, um, I totally, um, can definitely understand that. Um, you, as you said in the beginning, you were diagnosed with two more autoimmune diseases. Um, as you were trying to work through this one that had you in so much pain, so um, you were going to acupuncturist every day and then you remove meat from your diet. You know, you, um, you know, uh, talk about becoming vegan. After the, the pills didn't work, to be fair to everyone else. You know, I took I went the, I went the regular medicine mm-hmm. route and then I started dipping into alternative healing because I knew it. I knew in my gut, no pun intended, that this was not going to work. Right, right, right. And because, you know, different things work for different people. Um, Mm -hmm. so as you go through, you know, go through life and then you're dealing with another, you know, major, um, life, uh, crisis or hardship or trauma, um, you Mm -hmm. develop, um, you know, a a major allergic, you know, uh, allergy, I'm sorry, um, to, uh, dairy products, you know, nuts and things of that sort. So, Mm -hmm. and in going through that, um, at, you know, after, after, finally figuring out, you know, how to kind of take control of the first autoimmune disease. Um, how did that make you feel um, mentally and emotionally? Were you, were you depressed at any time? Did you feel like, oh, my God, why does this keep happening to me? Um, what was your emotional and mental state? You know, at the, at the time, I was not, when I was first diagnosed, I was not um, awake enough to my own you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, inner workings. I, I was not there. So when I started, I was awake enough to know that what that taking the pill and doing the things that I was told to do by beautiful doctors wasn't going to work for me. And there was part of my intuition that knew that, that a lot of this had to do with my mental health as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kind of put my head down and was like, I mean, I've, I've always loved to learn. I always love trying new things. I love hearing about different cultures and modalities. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that I, that I do in my spare time regardless. And I just dove head first and I made that my mission. So I didn't really have um, time to be depressed, to be honest, because I was like, this something has got to change. Otherwise, I will not continue to be able to function properly in the world. And, you know, that's like, like you mentioned, when I was in California, I found acupuncture. Um, I started doing that, which was really, really helpful for me during the time. Um, it's a beautiful modality, as you know, many of these Eastern medicines are. I actually had a miscarriage during that time, and acupuncture was one of the main things that, that helped me through that as well. Um, and when I went to, I went through the coupling that I was in, my husband and I decoupled, and I moved to, to New York. Um, right after that, the miscarriage and events of that that happened. And when I moved to New York, I just kind of made the decision that I wasn't going to take my thyroid medicine anymore. I was using alternative healing methods at the time as um, additives, right? So, mm-hmm. And this is, import- this is important to discuss because I am in no way, shape, or form a proponent of saying, like, funk the system, you know, let's kick everything to the curb. You know, I, I 
call it kind of your wellness toolkit or your spiritual toolkit, and you start to add and dip into different things and see how they work with your body. Right, really right. start to get close and, and pay attention. So when I went to New York, I'll be honest, part of me was like, nobody knows me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a doctor to check <laughs> in with. Right. Like, now's the time. Like, I'm not going to get, like, you know, grief from anybody being like, Aaron, why aren't you taking your thyroid medicine? And that's, at that point, I wasn't fully vegan. I was still vegetarian. Um, but another point to add on that is I was the kid that ate lettuce and tomato on a hamburger bun. I didn't like meat when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So another important for your listeners to understand that like I knew intuitively from a very young age that meat did not work with my body. Right. But I thought I had to have meat to have protein and these things that we were taught at the time. And I, the second I cut that out of my diet, my life improved, you know, 70 to 80% overnight, my body, Mm -hmm. my internal system was no longer fighting against these foreign bodies that just didn't process properly, um, which is a huge step in the right direction for healing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I also believe that so many people are finding benefits of, you know, going gluten-free and things like that now because so much of the mass processed gluten that is out within our system is, you know, full of preservatives and all sorts of other things um, that happen. So it's, it's wrecking havoc on your system, even if you're not allergic to gluten, um, genetically modified and the like. But I mean, when I went to New York, I just didn't let them do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. And I didn't. And within, I went and was responsible and got a, got a checkup, you know, within a, a year of being there. And my levels were fine. They're like, what do you mean? Mm. They're like, you got diagnosed with what? And the doctors there were just confused. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, your journey to making sure your mind, body, and spirit was in alignment for you to completely take hold of these three autoimmune diseases um, that were attacking your body. Um, And just talk about um, what you did in order to overcome those uh, traumas that you experienced in childhood and um, in adulthood to help you get all of those three things in alignment. So stick and stay. We'll be right back. We are talking with Erin Downing. and this is entitled Alternative Healing. You are tuned into the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. We'll be right back.
JQLM Radio would love to support and put your music into rotation. If you would like your music added to the rotation, send your music in MP3 format to jqlmradio at gmail.com and include your song title, artist name, genre, and indicate whether it is the clean or explicit version. Or visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com forward slash jqlm dash radio and complete the form r&b hip-hop gospel and pop genres are accepted then simply share jqlm radio with your family friends and fans so they can tune in and support you too remember jqlm radio supports you as you support us jqlm radio real voices raw entertainment and relevant topics track ambushed by cracks at and i on soundcloud.com slash Pratt's app. Music promoted by freestockmusic.com. Get your brand or event added to the bi-monthly digital interactive Ego magazine. Your ad will include clickable buttons that lead directly to your service or product for the interactive experience of readers. Purchase a half-page ad for only $15 or a full-page ad for only $25. Ask about the yearly sponsor ad package that includes all six issues for the year. Visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com and click on Ego Magazine to secure your ad today. Track Orchestral Funky Hip Hop. All right, and we are back. Thank you for sticking and staying with us right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network for the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J. And this morning we're talking with Erin Downing um, and she discovered an alternative healing to three autoimmune diseases that she has been diagnosed with. Um, and before the break, she was telling us, um, you know, uh, the things that she was doing to uh, fight those autoimmune um, diseases because the medics that she were given were not working um, properly. So Aaron, um, you talked about having your mind, body and spirit in alignment. And I, I believe that is definitely true. Um, whenever you see someone in the hospital um, who is battling uh, a life threatening disease or injury or it's always good they say that um, people who have loved ones there to support them or who have a mindset you know that they want to fight do a a much better job than those who don't have um, family support that come in um, family and or friends uh, support who don't come and uh, visit them and things of that sort that those people tend to more often than not you know decline um, so 
the same proves in in life when we are you know um battling things like um you know autoimmune diseases or um cancer or you know um anything really uh that your emotional and mental health definitely plays a role because if you don't believe that you're going to overcome it then your actions will follow that so um tell us what steps you took um what were some of the 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 things that you experienced um that disrupted your emotional and mental state and how did you overcome that in order to get your mind body and spirit in alignment yeah so excellent point and and it's so interesting that you bring that up because you know i've been thinking a lot about you know we're talking about pretty serious diagnosable you know things mm-hmm. you know, during our, our discussion and one of the things that that hasn't been talked about as much even is the fact that surviving a pandemic is its own is its own form of extreme stressor, right? Mm-hmm. Particularly for those particularly for those who are single or live alone or are not capable of having human contact and human interaction. Mm-hmm. And um I have I have been through quite a few things in my life, um, to say the least. And um, it's interesting to think of the times when I've actually thought of myself as clinically depressed um, mm-hmm. and or getting close to that end of the spectrum have more to do with my mental capacity than it does my physical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I've never kind of... I never kind of put two and two together until you were just saying this, but one of the things that we were doing is I have a pup, um, Jackson, who is a certified therapy dog. And when I was living in Charlotte, you know, before um, 2020, basically, or at least <laughs> through the first half of 2020, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that Jackson and I did is we went to the hospital every week. And it's for the exact reason that you said, you know, the amount of, the amount of life-giving medicine, you know, having the therapy dog come in and see you when you're in the hospital is, is insurmountable and it benefits everyone you know it benefits the doctors it benefits the patients it benefits the family any mm-hmm. of the healthcare providers that were there as well as my pup and myself you know bringing all of us joy and lifting all of our spirits and um you know that's something that's, that's really difficult that people are going through right now which is even more important to really focus on what to do, you know, and how to do it in order to, to help pick ourselves up. And if your physical health is also in decline, it's really easy to just find yourself in a downward spiral, right, without, without doing that because we can numb ourselves in so many ways. You know, numbing ourselves isn't necessarily alcohol. It isn't necessarily food, sex, drugs, you know, rock and roll, so to speak. Right. But we can numb ourselves by binging Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. We can That's numb true. ourselves in spiritual health and healing, Right. We yep. can get so far down the path of fitness, of all these other things that we get obsessed and we just become, you know, we're talking about the connection between, you know, the gut and the brain. And we're talking about healing ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. And it's important not to overlook that numbing comes in all forms. And numbing is just a, an ability not to shove down, you know, the emotions, not to deal with what's coming up. And, and that is, that is the magic, to be honest. Um, the the individuals that I've worked with over the years have been beautiful healers and, and individuals that have helped me very much, you know, get myself to the point that I'm getting to. But the real path to healing 
is every time you start to deal with these physical symptoms, a lot of them rooted in something else underneath. And yes, changing your diet and all these things do set yourself up for success, but it's just helping you peel back the layer of the onion to get to what's actually going on emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, right. what is the root of that? And when you start to, you know, it's funny, people talk about like a spiritual awakening and all these things. And you picture this blissed out yogi, like in Bali, you know, doing mm-hmm. Lord knows what, you know, <laughs> half the time of their life. But a spiritual awakening is really a dark night of the soul. Like it is taking a hard look at yourself, mm-hmm. dealing with the dark, dealing with the darkness within you and learning to, I don't want to use the, the term embrace it, but be able to sit with it and sit with the discomfort. And, and that's, that's literally what all of this physical healing does is it when you, we, we all have light and dark, masculine, feminine, yin, yang, you know, every lineage throughout history has some version of speaking of masculine and feminine energy wise. I'm not talking right, about right. how one, mm-hmm. how one identifies or the, you know, anatomy that one was born into the world with. It's literally the masculine and feminine energy within us. And mm-hmm. learning how to balance that, and learning how to, instead of numbing when a hard emotion comes up, you know, overeating is something that I've struggled with my entire life. You know, I have, and I'm, I'm coming now, you know, at 38 years of age, you know, still, you know, continually realizing that I numb myself out with that mm-hmm. when I, I feel hard emotions. But what am I actually doing? I'm, I'm stifling my voice by actually putting food into my system. Right, and mm-hmm. keeping myself from from speaking my truth, I am shoving down my emotions and my feelings so that I don't feel them. I'm looking for a dopamine endorphin hit from somewhere outside of my body because I'm not getting it within. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff that's that's the really difficult stuff that 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 helps pave the way for you know the actual healing that manifests also within your body. Right, right, exactly. Um, you know. We use all types of different things to, um, I'll say, numb ourselves or as a defense mechanism, you know, whenever we are faced with something, um, especially that is emotionally or mentally um, painful. And uh, you're right. Those are the things that are the most difficult because you could get over one thing. And while you get over one thing, you're like something else happens. And then you're just like, okay. Or, you know, you think that you dealt with one thing and then something else happens and and it becomes a trigger. And you don't notice Mm -hmm. that until, you know, that thing happens and then everything that you thought you were over comes back up again. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I know that all too well, you know, with, uh, you know, some of us become workaholics you know and yeah, or absolutely. alcoholics or um like you said tv binge watchers or we emotionally eat or we shop you know <laughs> yeah. um so many so many different things and we don't realize how it really affects our interaction um with others not only within our bodies physically but how it affects our interaction with others until you know we wake up one day and we've pushed everyone away or no relationships are working and things of that sort. And so we, we are forced to look at ourselves or um, continue to, you know, be stuck, you know? Um, so what I love that you mentioned triggers, by the way, I don't think oh, yeah. that, that is talked about enough. Um, truly. I mean, I, 
I used to think of triggers as like such this polarizing word, like I got triggered on something. And if you've listened to anybody in the health and wellness realm, somebody's used that word before, right? But triggers, I've come to understand when we're talking about balancing this light and dark, triggers now to me are whomever and whatever you believe in, right? Whether you believe in, it doesn't matter, you know, Mm -hmm. a higher being, your inner self, your highest personal version of yourself, whatever resonates with you, triggers are a gift because triggers shine a light on you and your, your emotional landscape and your heart and your soul and your body and say, Hey, this isn't healed. Right. 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 I'm showing you, I'm showing you this because this, this wound is still deep, right? And we need to address this. And in order for you to get everything you have ever wanted in this world, everything you're praying for, everything you're manifesting, every every goal, every hope, every dream, in order for you to up-level, I need you to look at this because we got to heal this so that we can do what we were put here on this earth to do. Right, right, exactly. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to um, talk about what you did to um, overcome those things emotionally and mentally and see if you can share a little bit of that with our listeners. So maybe those are things that they may be able to try. Um, And then we're going to have you tell everyone how they can follow, like, and share and um, how you're using your story to help other people. So stick and stay, everyone. We'll be right back. You are tuned into the Impossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. We'll be right back.
that need healing, consider Empower Living Inc. We are a therapeutic practice that meets the clients where they are. Call us at 317-969-5694 or visit us at www.empoweredlivinginc.net to see a list of the services we offer. Empowered Living Inc., a holistic approach to a better you. Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly digital interactive ego magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track. All right, and we are back for the last part of the Impossible Radio Show, which girl Lady J right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. So, Erin, um, we have about 16 minutes left in the show. Um, can you tell everyone um, some of the steps you took to um, address and really uh, get down to being able to extract those uh, negative things that you experienced so that you could replant and rebuild your life um, to have your mind, body, and spirit in alignment so that you could um, create a better way of living for you with these autoimmune diseases. Yeah. I love the way you say replant and rebuild. It's such a beautiful visualization, you know, for what's possible. Yes. I, you know, I, I, I kind of went through the gamut truly because I was in San Diego, like I said at first and, you know, I found a couple of the, my evolution during that step when I was in San Diego was, you know, I found acupuncture. I, I cut me down on my diet. I was still eating um, fish and, you know, some eggs and stuff and some dairy. And mm-hmm. I moved to New York City, like I said, after that decoupling um, and went full on into 
a New York executive lifestyle, you know, working 80 hours a week, not eating dinner because I was either having a drink with a client or, you know, working until Lord knows how late at night mm-hmm. and, you know, getting in the stressors of that. And in, in New York, I went through my own personal evolution of, you know, working with some other alternative healers there. Um, and, you know, my, my symptoms that I had previously healed through diet and, you know, a little bit of lifestyle changes, some acupuncture, a couple of chronics here and there kind of thing, started to exacerbate themselves again with those stressors. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of pivotal point from taking the physical to the mental for me, you know, I'd healed my symptoms where I was no longer having physical pain. But this was back in New York City where, you know, everyone who, everyone, it didn't matter whom you were, was talking about meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Meditation is like, this is this is the thing you gotta have it you don't you know i just don't know what you're doing with your life and um i i had made a new year's resolution for five years running like i'm going to create a solid meditation practice i'm going to meditate this year is what's going to happen and i just could not shut off my monkey brain like i couldn't do it i didn't understand it and divine intervention as it as it is and how these beautiful experiences come into our life you know i truly believe that we get what we need, not what we what we think we need, you know, or what we pray for. Um, we get what what's best and the next the next aligned step for our highest and best. And um, I say aligned because I think people talk about the next right step, and I believe that that's so polarizing because there isn't a next right step. It's just a step in whichever direction we're choosing. And now when I make my list or when I pray or when I meditate or journal and do any of these things, I pray for the next aligned step for my highest and best, right? Like what's mm-hmm. going to take me in, what is going to take me in the right direction for what my soul was put on the earth to do, whether or not I'm down for it or not, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, if there's something that I need to go through, something I need to experience, like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm open. Like, let's do it. I'm, I've served, you know, I've survived hundred percent of my worst days thus far. Like, let's keep going. And right the divine intervention that came into my life um, was I ended up going to a random event that just popped into my inbox one day um, while I was sitting, you know, in a cubicle right outside Grand Central in New York City, you know, working under fluorescent lights as it may. And I ended up at this event that evening where it was a speaker and they were talking about, you know, some metaphysical things, but more just, you know, spirituality in general and meditation and there was a documentary series called on meditation that they were highlighting and the woman who was speaking grounded us into the room with a kundalini yoga meditation mm-hmm. and it was three minutes and I opened my eyes and I looked at, to the left of my girlfriend that was sitting next to me and I said oh my gosh I just meditated like what is this magic and how do I get more of it and that night was the night that really took me down my path of being able to dive deep into the mental and emotional aspects of who I am as a person. And I spent a good, a good amount of time, you know, seeking out Kundalini in in New York, as well as continuing my path of other healing methods. I mean, you name it, I've, I've done it. I've gone to China, I've gone to Peru, I've done, you know, plant medicines, I've Mm -hmm. (laughs) done all kinds of, of, of interesting things to really take myself and explore deeper, but it was Kundalini yoga that allowed me for the first time to, to actually 
I don't want to say quiet my mind because that is a huge misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, when people first when people first start to meditate, one of the number one things that I hear is they say, "Oh, but I I can't quiet my mind." Well, yeah, because <laughs> all of those thoughts that you hear are actually running on the background like white noise right. all day every day. Right, right. Like they're they're there. You're just not actually getting still enough. You're just not numbing, right? Like what we talked about before. You're not doing those things that push them so far in the background that are more of like the right instead you're actually you're actually hearing what your brain and what your thoughts and what your emotions and what your heart and what your soul is saying exactly right and what what is kind of like spiritual practice whatever that is for you you can do a meditative practice in many many ways but like those thoughts start to come up to the forefront and this goes back to what we were talking about with triggers right like when those things start to come to the beginning, you start to notice those loops and you get a little bit more curious about it. And mm-hmm. and one of the ways that Kundalini is so different than just sitting is I'm a huge proponent of moving your body. You know, people, when I had opened up about, especially earlier this year, I went down a really dark hole because I was living alone in Charlotte, North Carolina by myself. Um, I've dedicated the last year in my house, a year and a half of my life to no longer living that corporate lifestyle. I, I went to India and studied in India for a couple months and continued my my exploration. This was right before COVID happened. Um, throughout Europe, I've gone for a little over four months as well um, in different parts of the world. And I've been writing this book on Kundalini Yoga, um, which I alluded to before, is, is basically at completion. And, um, you know, when I was there in Charlotte by myself, I was, you know, Jackson, my puff and I, and and it was quiet. And there were three weeks in a row where I didn't see another soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't talk to another soul. Didn't have communication with another soul. And this is me having a pup that I need to take out and walk every day. And, you know, I, I went to a really dark place. And, you know, people have asked me when I've opened up about that, like, what did you do? I said, well, part of it is, is moving my body. And that can be physical. But if you have physical limitations, um, one of the reasons why I love Kundalini Yoga so much is it's a very meditative and spiritual practice, but right. you use your body and you use your breath to move energy within you. So you kind of, the reason why it gets you into that meditative state so quickly is because like you're moving your arms, you're moving your breath and you're focusing, you're enjoying other things. Like I said, a lot of times seated, like even with physical limitations, and you just are capable of clearing out all of that gunk or at least muffling that noise in the background so that you can watch it without judgment. Right. And once right. you start to, to watch all of that chaos without judgment, we start to really get into the meat of it. And I know we started talking about this with physical healing, but that stuff is what is at the root. Right. Like that's, right. that's the seed, you know, no pun intended with my allergy aspect of things, but like, that's the seed that's going to help us get to the next step because you can, you can say, you know, I'm, you know, diabetic and I need to cut out sugar, but you can't seem to cut out sugar. Like, okay, yeah, it's addicting. Right. And why Mm -hmm. are we addicted to it? And all these things, like we all struggle with these different things and somebody telling another person, Oh, you just need to do X, Y, and Z is not really, we're all unique individuals and, it's easier said and than I done. Truly, 
Yeah, and not just that, like what works for you at one point does not work. As we've talked about peeling back the onion, right? So you're pulling back a layer. So what allowed you to pull one layer of the onion off may not allow you to pull the next one because you're right. now a different person. Right. You're now ideally a more whole, authentic version of yourself. And when you start to strip all of those protective boundaries and all those barriers that we all put up as, like you said, defense mechanisms that are really just meant to keep us safe, and whole and secure, when we start to do that, we, we've got to ebb and flow a little bit, right? And it's mm-hmm. not, like you said, as easy said as done. Exactly. So um, with the last six minutes of the show, can you tell everyone real quick, <laughs> how, do you, um, how do you use your story to help other people? Sure. So like I said, I, I'm, I'm just finishing up my book on Kundalini Yoga. So that's one thing that will be available to everyone next fall that you don't have to have a session with me and you can just pick it up by it, listening to it on Audible um, to teach essentially what it is. It's literally called Kundalini Yoga Demystified because it has this kind of hippie-woo-woo scary gunk around it because it's not as commonly done in the West. And it really is magic and it can help anybody regardless of, you know, physical, mental, financial, socioeconomic status limitations, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it, crosses, it crosses all demographics. Um, and how, what I've been doing, you know, before COVID essentially, and I was working a little bit more one-on-one, you know, in person retreats, and now everything's essentially digital. Um, so what I've been doing with that is I use a lot of these modalities and help teach people these, your, your wellness toolkit, your spiritual toolkit, whether it's talking about, you know, plant-based medicine, what I've done nutrition-wise to kind of kick somebody off whether it's working with things like human design and astrology and astrocartography, which is, you know, using the stars and all of those lineages to kind of help you learn a little bit more about who you are mm-hmm. so that you are, feel comfortable and are excited to show up in the world as your most authentic self. You know, those, those modalities really kind of give you permission to just be and not do what you were taught you were supposed to do or had to do. Um, and, you know, I use my, like, intuitive and energetic gifts and everything I've learned along my journey to, to work with people in one-on-one sessions or do actual six-month coaching sessions where we have, you know, bi-weekly check-ins. And we really kind of, I help you learn how to peel back those onions, those onion layers. And I do that because, like, I am nobody's, you know, saint guru or any of that stuff. Like, my sole purpose is to help help individuals on their journey to heal themselves and by helping teach and and expose people to these different modalities and really just work with what they're going through um, in a way with actionable tools that they can use them, not just today, not just tomorrow, but when everything shows up in their life because it's a journey, right? Right, Um, right. Every new challenge, every new hurdle, you now have these you now have these tools in your toolkit that you can dip into and really start to work with life's challenges from a place of strength and from a place of empowerment and really start to build that muscle where instead of reacting, you know, you build that pause in between where you take that extra second and that extra moment to think through, digest, and then do the next aligned step that really serve your highest and best and the highest and best for all. Right. Right. Well, that is awesome. Can you tell everyone how they can um, contact you or, and follow you on social media? 
Yes, of course. Um, so my name is Erin Elizabeth Downey. So if you can find Erin Elizabeth Downey anywhere, that's how it is. <laughs> so on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, it's, you know, at Erin Elizabeth Downey. And my website is ErinElizabethDowney.com. So on all the mediums, um, I also share for free a lot of my uh, meditations or the music that I use when I teach for free on Spotify. You can find me on Erin Elizabeth Downey on there. Um, as well as I really highly suggest that anyone who's in, interested in even just learning a little bit more about the stuff, go to my website, erinovisitani.com, and sign up for the newsletter. I share a lot of tips and tricks and free information, you know, complimentary, so to speak, because like I said, my goal is really just to help introduce people to these things and help people to feel empowered, to to continually be able to come home to themselves as their own gurus, their own healer, and their own health wellness. Right. Awesome. So, um, Aaron, I want to thank you for being my guest on today. Um, I really enjoyed having you, and um, it takes a lot of dedication, you know, to not only advocate for yourself when you are diagnosed with um any type of a disease or condition, but to also then go a step further and try to quote unquote, um, treat yourself, you know, or try to cure yourself. Cause a lot of people will not stick to that. So, um, and then being able to share that with other people and, you know, not keeping it to yourself. So I have to commend you for, um, your dedication and courage to do that. Um, also before we close the show, I want to, um, let you all know there is a youth virtual summit lit youth virtual summit, um, going down next Saturday. Um, that is December the 12th from 11 AM to 1 30 PM. And, uh, any youth ages 10 to 19 should attend. Um, we know that suicide is at an all time high. You all know how I feel about that working with at risk youth and things of that sort. And I myself will be um, a part of that summit speaking. And so, uh, please register your youth at, um, bit.ly. So bitly, um, bit.ly slash, uh, D. Uh, S-Y-L-I-N-D-A-D dash lit summit. That's bit.ly forward slash Celinda D dash lit summit. Um, So with that being said, as I always say before we close the show, after all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. You're possible. We're all possible. This is your girl, Lady J, signing off with the Impossible Radio Show right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment 